0: G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our country review and rank episode series for 2021. Today we are talking about a good friend of Australia It is Sweden, Michael
1: Yes, one of our best friends Probably we wouldn't even be in the competition I doubt if it wasn't for the support of the Swedes Exactly And look, it's come out in some points But I think because we share some same kind of um, tastes in music, definitely Very much so And we now found ourselves in the Nordic pot Mm. Even when it comes to the draws. So we obviously share the same musical tastes We have been accepted We don't have the climate of them but we have the thankfully
0: (laughs) i know right? (laughs) don't know what we have but we don't have the climate but look let's talk about sweden a little bit they are a juggernaut of eurovision michael they have won the contest six times Mm. they are only second to ireland they are coming in on them to try and steal that crown at some point look the last decade was incredibly successful them successful for them At one stage, they got two firsts and two thirds in five years. Mm -hmm. So four out of five times are in the top three with two trophies.
1: That was incredible. It was like the Scandinavian era. It very much was so, wasn't it? Pop Mm. music itself was very much of the Scandinavian mold, and they were very much riding the wave. Since then, we've had a fifth, fifth, seventh, and a fifth with lots of jury love for
0: Sweden, and lots of top 10s there, but the deli vote has been waning, and people have started to ask, hmm, has Sweden's star started to not shine as bright as it used to? So, what have they got for us this year to try and keep
1: things going? Well, this year we have Tuse and Voices. Can you hear them? Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Can you hear Let's talk about Dusa. Dusan Michael Chisa is 19 years old and was born in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Now, he came to Sweden alone as an eight-year-old refugee. Wow. Yeah. He actually left the Democratic Republic of Congo when he was five. So he was in a refugee camp for a few years and then was relocated as a child to Sweden. Oh my god! And what a change that must have been for such a young realize. man. I didn't realize. I knew he'd come as a refugee, but not that level. Wow, yeah. that's incredible. Well, he settled uh, since 2015 in a place called a little village called Kulsbrjuken. <laughs> Excuse my <laughs> pronunciation of that. Um, but he definitely came to prominence in Sweden in 2018 when he uh, when he participated in Kalang 2018, which is basically Sweden's Got Talent. Okay, yeah, he made the semi-finals there. So then in 2019 he went on to Swedish Idol Look took out the whole thing. Mm. <laughs> now we're talking, you know, this is a kid. A, a schoolboy is, yeah. is, is winning these things. And then, of course, he released a couple of singles after 2019. Really didn't capture too much of the imagination. But then he went on to win Melody Festival in 2021 in an absolute landslide, Dale. Mm. He won the international juries. He won every demoscopic 12 points there was on offer, the first time anyone's done that, it wasn't even close in the end, it was a landslide for Tusa and Voices
0: Yeah, wow, like I mean that, in terms of the biggest national final coming into it, has got to have some chops no one's done that in recent times so, wow, that's that's big to start with so big, impressive winner yeah i mean look that's got to be number one a pro and let's talk mm-hmm. about some of the other pros there look okay let's just touch on that right now his story is really strong mm-hmm. and we know that there are ways to get stories told at eurovision before the night we knew the story of conchita we knew the story of salvador they can get through with some good publicity beforehand and a good story to tell what a story he has if they can get that across,
1: that's definitely going to help in his uh, entry. Very much so. In fact, I think it's critical. If they think they're going to go for the trophy here, that message is so critical there. Now, we did see him a massive favourite with the odds, etc., with Melody Festival and, and, a, and a, you know, from other parts of the world, we were certainly scratching our heads going, why is this guy such a favourite? Mm. But when he we didn't know the story so when you couple it with the story yes it really really works the song itself i'm going to say dale this has got jury written all over it it is the classic swedish composition it is modern it is anthemic and it's radio friendly tick 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 for the jury so you can see a good score underpinning this already look i've written down anthemic
0: straight away i'm not sure about the commercial radio aspect of it i do think it was a very melfest competition eurovision song but is anthemic and i remember straight after hearing this the first time in the melfest songs which don't always stick the first time this definitely had a stickability for me. Like there was something there in the song itself. And I think that in itself uh, made it a good package to send to Eurovision where the other ones might have been heavier in jury. This certainly I feel has some appeal on
1: both the jury and the televote there. Yeah, definitely. After seeing that semi-final, we were straight away. Well, that's one of the better songs we've heard. Yeah. Uh, I also have to say, just keeping on that theme, the anthemic chorus is so catchy and maybe a little bit predictable that you can be singing it by the by the time the song's even not even finished. Exactly. So it's got that hook ability there with that song. I'm gonna say with the staging we saw at Melfest. Um, although it wasn't groundbreaking or anything overly original it was really effective and it really does get the song across it's pretty dark in its presentation with its lighting, etc but there's not too many bells and whistles going on you can actually focus on the singer and the song and it gives it enough punch
0: yeah I I like the staging I write that down here as well because I think the staging tells it has a message as much as a song does and they don't beat you over the head with it. Like you take that in and it's powerful and it's strong. And he's really strong as a vocal as well, because um, he stands out there in that suit. If they go for that color again, look, I think it could be divisive, but at the same time you remember it. Mm -hmm. You remember the guy in that red velvety suit (laughs) with those strong backing dancers coming up behind with that anthemic song all put together. So it's not forgettable plastic, which always helps. Also, I do think this is a step away from the stale plastic Swedish um, approach. Yes, it's very well produced, don't get me wrong, but I feel they are presenting something different. I do think there's something here, and I think it got through because of his story, but I think it was a sneaky kind of underhanded way to get through something that wasn't so maybe totally manufactured pop because I don't think this is commercial radio.
1: We may disagree on that one. Okay, cool. Well, let's move on to the possible drawbacks here. (laughs) That's fine. I'll kick us off. Um, The song, there's a certain simplicity to it because if you are able to um, sing along to it within the three minutes there's a familiarity and maybe not so groundbreaking there i have to say also there's a lyrical poorness to this as well and you know the rhyming words etc it's not the most sophisticated thing lyrically and if anything i'm sorry i don't think they've stepped away from the sterile manufactured swedish pop sound too much and we've seen that is waning with televotes. so yeah I don't think it's as plastic as something like a
0: Robin Benson coming out like what he did. I don't think it's like that, but I take your point. But I do think it is a bit basic, but I don't think it's as plastic. Did I say it wasn't plastic? <laughs> I just said it wasn't as plastic. There's a very important part of my wording there. Mm. Um, I would also say I don't think it feels as strong as those ones that I've mentioned being possibly... Uh, not necessarily plastic, but very well put together, like... Uh, John Ludvig and the Mummers and Robin Benson and Benjamin Grosso. These were amazing songs put together and amazing packages. And I don't feel he's quite at their level. And those ones, even though 5th and 7th isn't a bad result for any Mm. other nation, for Sweden in this dominant era, maybe they look at that as not as great. And if they're getting 5th and 7th, where's he going to end up finishing with something I don't feel as strong as those.
1: Okay. Um, I have to say with his live vocal at Melfest I thought he was very, very good Um, However, he was heavily backed Mm -hmm. And you can hear that within the track Um, I mean, that's fine It helps to smooth it out And it's definitely within the rules There's no problem with that But um, I don't know if it's just may put some people off voting, particularly in a jury sense. Yes, I do like the song perhaps, but I'm not so keen on the vocalist. So maybe not the same sort of jury score we saw for some of the previous uh, entries. Mm. There's a passion when
0: he delivers that chorus. And I Mm. think when he's so passionate about it, his vocal doesn't always hit the the best notes. And if you're hearing that with that heavily produced, there's a heavy backing there. Mm. And you're still hearing the slight misses. That's concerning because we know some other artists have had a lot of heavy backing in national finals. Tix is a good example, yep. but it's pure and it's quality, and there's not anything missed. You can hear the misses, and that's concerning for me definitely. um Also, I've got to say that we talked about the story a lot as a pro, and if you can get that across, is great. But this is, I think, the strongest domestic market winner even more than Norway mm. for a pan-european audience i think and i'm just not sure that europe is going to go for as, as him as strongly as sweden did who've known him for a while know that story and that's got to leave a really I think a potential
1: very weak televote. Oh, I totally agree. Sweden fell in love with this guy, and they have for years now. It's kind of been happening for a few years. Uh, Europe won't have doesn't have that connection and affinity with him. So, yeah, don't expect the same sort of uh, <laughs> kind of uh, mm. overflowing love for him. Put it that way. Mm.
0: All right. Well, let's move on to the Aussievision team and see where they ranked it. Mm. Our seventeen contributors ranked all the thirty-eight songs, bar Australia. And this is finished in Australian Oil love Sweden, so do. are you ready? <laughs> yes.
1: 11th oh, Okay, Oh just outside the 10 just outside the 10 which i think is a pretty decent result there could this be one of the first times we've ever had sweden outside the 10 well we
0: weren't around in 2016 as a podcast because <laughs> i reckon we would have been outside the 10 then australia <laughs> didn't give them any points in 2016 so mm. but i think this might be it might be the first time we're okay. outside
1: the 10 mm, so who are we hearing from from the team here
0: well we're going to hear from a positive and one of the not so positives here now let's talk about the pauses really quickly there were five in the top 10 out of the team mm. and five in the 20s okay. that was a that was a lowest at 27th third was the highest so not a huge range there but we're going to hear from cooper on the high end and guy on the lower end
2: voices may not have been my favorite in this year's melody festival Alan, but it's still a really great and respectable entry a lot of criticizing it as a swedish pop paint by numbers track But let's not forget, Swedish pop does very well at Eurovision. Voices has everything I want in a Swedish entry. It is an extremely catchy and rememberable hook, an anthemic qualities and an artist with personality. I keep coming back to this song almost every day since the Melfest final. Toussaint is going to smash it in Rotterdam. And big call here, but personally, I see this being a contender for the trophy. If on the night the jury and televoters split, this song has wide enough appeal that it could sneak through and snatch the crown. But then for me, when the chorus kicks in, it feels a little bit underwhelming. It's got those long drawn out notes and it feels like it just doesn't take off the way you thought it was going to. There's no denying that it's an exceptionally well written and produced song and yet the the songwriters have created some amazing Melfest and Eurovision songs in the past but it feels like with this one they haven't done enough to make it stand out other than it being really high quality. And it comes in a year where there's a lot of attention-grabbing songs that throw a lot of surprises at the audience. So, it kind of feels a little cookie-cutter, and for me, that's why it slid down my rankings. There's clearly a lot of support for it, though, from the Swedish people in the international jewelry, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I'm sure it will do pretty well, and it'll definitely qualify, but for me, I feel like it's time for Sweden to start surprising us with something a little more out of the box.
1: Well, Cooper, certainly on the Swedish anthemic bandwagon there, catchy. And he's actually thinking it might break through the barrier there as far as a pan-European audience goes. Guy, although not disliking it, just thinks the chorus does let it down somewhat and it's a little bit cookie-cutter, which, you know, that's not the first time anyone's said that about Sweden, surely. That's true, but it has been working for them, so (laughs) hey, if it's not a bad cookie-cutter, maybe keep with it.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's go to our wrap and rank, Michael. Do you want me to start? You can
1: kick us oh, off. Oh, this is Sweden. the first time I think. Yeah, I know.
0: Well, let's have a crack at here. This one, okay? Look, Sweden always package something good, and this definitely has something. But will it work for the rest of Europe? I definitely have a question mark for the first time in years about whether that will happen with Sweden. I like him, and I like the story a lot. I mean, how could you not? But the overall package, I'm not absolutely in love with it look I really really like it I do think it's strong I do think it's anthemic I like the song from the first listen there Um, look I am worried for this about how it will go but I do think it will get through the final comfortably but I don't think we're seeing a strong result here for Sweden for me it's finishing 10th place overall overall but I've certainly had Sweden a lot higher over the years, but still top ten for me. So nothing to sneeze at.
1: at Absolutely, all. top ten's fantastic. Mm. Um, all right, I'll go with this. Is very brand Sweden musically, so I don't think we've um, fallen too far from the tree here. I think it may follow the same pattern we've seen for the last few years now. High jury score, but unfortunately, I don't see the televote matching Mm. that. However, I will say Tusa and his story is the X factor here. Mm. And if his story can get that wide publicity going into the competition, then viewers may embrace this a little more. I also want to make the point, third year in a row, Sweden have sent performers of colour. This is important. Well done to them. Um, Hopefully he gets a terrific result for them. I've given it 14th. Ooh, little low for me only because of the maybe a little generic sort of factor here. And I I've just wanted a little more. No, mm. fair enough. Probably one of the
0: rare times that I have Sweden higher than you. I know. Yes. But I, I'm actually really glad you brought up the people of color. Three um, are, um, entries in a row. Yes. Which is huge for um, a nation of Europe. And so often people talk about the fact that they male dominate in diversity and it's not been great no other no other country does representation of people of colour other than Australia may I add (laughs) Um, but no one does it like Sweden so good on them and this is fantastic but hey that's also another barrier to overcome very much so very much so unfortunately right look now do you love Sweden um, as much as Australia generally does (laughs) or do you feel like they might be having one of their off years potentially let us know at AussieVisionNet Net across all our social media channels and do Um, subscribe to us across any podcast channel you listen to us on
1: yeah thanks very much for joining us guys catch you later